everyone. Happy Friday. I'm Brian Colbert Kennedy, and this is Important Not Important, Science for People Who Give a Shit. The newsletter features the most important science news, how to think about it, and what the hell you can do about it. And now that includes finding a new job working on the front lines of the future at Important Jobs. At importantjobs.com, you can find curated open roles in everything from clean energy to clean foods, regenerative agriculture to artificial intelligence ethics, maternal health, and cancer research. Looking for new hires, maybe your company's first sustainability officer? Post your open roles at importantjobs.com and get them in front of our entire community. Subscribe right now so you get this audio newsletter every Friday, plus our conversations with the smartest people in the world every Monday. You can find the digital version and links to everything at importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter or right from your show notes. It's Friday, October 29th, 2021. This week's newsletter is sponsored by our friends at Radiolab. After helping to create the atomic bomb, a chemist embarks on a quest of redemption to stop humanity from quietly poisoning the planet. Listen now to Heavy Metal on Radiolab wherever you get podcasts. This week, do better, better. A few days ago, we posted a crudely annotated graphic from the Pew Research Center on Twitter. Uh, That graphic is in the emailed newsletter. Check it out. It's titled, A Majority of Americans Say the Affordability of Healthcare is a Very Big Problem in the Country Today. And then it lists a bunch of problems, uh, federal budget deficit, violent crime, illegal immigration, gun violence, etc., etc., The items circled on that graph by us are the issues that U.S. adults claim to have the most concerns about and are also all exacerbated by the climate crisis. The item listed 10th on the list out of 15. But climate's not a single issue. Just ask Venus. And this is where systems thinking comes into play. In this case, healthcare becomes less affordable when you're more likely to be sick or injured more often. And that's true when it's hotter. The federal budget's going to balloon as we pay for more disaster relief, adaptation and mitigation, and in more places. Crime and gun violence go up when it's hotter. Immigration will grow 10 times across the world as drought increases and subsistence farming becomes untenable. COVID mortality is increased for people with underlying conditions and at least partly tied to air pollution exposure. Racist redline city blocks are hotter and carry considerably lower life expectancies than more affluent tree-lined areas. And the list goes on. You nor I can blame any of these issues entirely on the climate crisis. Subpoenaing fossil fuel companies won't undo all of the foundational elements of, say, gun violence. But understanding what you're exposed to as a person, a family, an investor, CEO, society, especially on the margins, as the margins grow more impactful, is essential. The good news is 80-20 solutions are the most powerful we can implement. This moment, the rest of our lives, will be, at best, uncomfortably transformational in a number of ways and to millions of people, but acknowledging and assessing how to adapt and mitigate and even capitalize on building new systems means we can do better, better. In climate change news, all the cards and tax rebates are on the table. On Thursday morning, and after months of intra-party haggling, the Biden administration released a deal framework to fight the climate crisis and a few other notable challenges. Is it perfect? Of course it is not. Is it over? Nope. Whether it passes is anyone's guess, but we've come a hell of a long way. And as has been stated, and to be fair, as described, it would be the most substantial effort to address the crisis in American history, cutting a gigaton of emissions before 2030. The deal includes, among others, support for building electrification and efficiency, rooftop solar, and purchase of electric vehicles with bonus tax credits for EVs and batteries made in the USA by union labor. We've got a long way to go, but we're making progress. While big oil continues to lie, Coal roars back, 
Asian emissions grow, the economics of decarbonization become more clear, a painful transition comes into play, and a clear generational divide remains between those who will be most affected by the crisis and those in office, many legacy and new industries have gotten the message. It's impossible to ignore the truly, unstoppably good news about clean energy. All in all, and for simpler context, check out the graph in the newsletter to see where the only habitable planet we know of stands vis-a-vis staving off a not-great future. Your action step? It's time to vote. Use Call for Climate to call your reps and demand they hold the line. In COVID news, here's why to vaccinate your kid. As the FDA weighs approval of COVID vaccines for kids ages 5 to 11, the CDC is up next, and then we're off to the races with 15 million doses ready to ship to states. But aside from protecting your own kid, who, yes, is objectively far, far less likely to be infected, spread it, get sick, go to the hospital, and or die from the virus, but they're still your kid, and all of the above do happen, why should you vaccinate them? Because that's how public health is supposed to, anyway, work. You're not just protecting your child, you're protecting their friends and their friends' families, grandparents, teachers, and so on. When rich countries make the decision not to subsidize shots to low-income countries, and corporations refuse to distribute shots and release patents to other manufacturers, they're not only corrupt and greedy and causing enormous harm, but also just fucking stupid. When 4 billion humans remain completely unvaccinated, that's 4 billion more opportunities for the virus to change and affect us all and keep us further away from this thing being downgraded from pandemic to endemic. Your action step? Get informed and spread the word. Understand all the details about kids' shots right in the newsletter. There's a link. Click it. In food and water news, tracing fake meat. Many, many folks have estimated that plant-based meat products from companies like Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods are drastically better for the environment, from carbon and methane emissions to water and land use. But estimates aren't good enough anymore. Quote, we don't feel we have sufficient information to say Beyond Meat is fundamentally different from JBS, said Roxana Dober, a manager of consumer goods research at Sustainalytics, a firm that rates the sustainability of companies based on their environmental, social, and corporate governance impact. The problem, critics say, is that neither Beyond Meat nor Impossible Foods discloses the total amount of greenhouse gas emissions across all of its operations, supply chains, or consumer waste. They also do not disclose the effects across all of their operations on forests or how much water they use. End quote. Quantifying the world around us has become both easier and more complex, but it's difficult to tear down old systems and replace them with new ones, even if the end product is closer to the real thing than ever before, if we don't know the impacts of supply chains that are as equally complicated as their predecessors. Your action step? We're all for good intentions, but given time, you've got to show receipts. Beyond Meat's next earnings call is November 10th. If you're an analyst with access, it's time to get some answers. In health and bio, how to fix public health. Maybe the most significant improvement to health outcomes between World War I and World War II was the advent of penicillin. But as incredible as that medicine may have been and continues to be, systems and first principles thinking requires us to ask, wouldn't the best way to guarantee more and better health outcomes be to not go to war at all? To be clear, we're all for punching Nazis. But in the early 20th century, with no common enemy invading Poland, public health asked similar questions. With fewer groundbreaking medicines and no real pharmaceutical complex, much less ML-driven biotech, improving health outcomes meant examining and rectifying poor sanitation and overcrowded living and work conditions. And it worked. So where do we go wrong? Well, not wrong, but astray. 
and by many accounts covered in a piece by Ed Young at The Atlantic, which uh, link to is in the newsletter, public health infrastructure began to crumble when we focused more on the microbes inside individual people as the problem, not the ones being passed around society. When we built hospitals instead of housing, labs instead of labor unions, and surgery centers instead of well-ventilated schools, offices, and factories. Public health's issues are fraught with economics and politics, but we've been there and we can do better, better. Your action step? Get smarter. Read the entire piece by Ed Young by clicking the link in the newsletter and then contribute to run for something by clicking the other link in the newsletter. Why? Because it's always about the people with the power. We're never going to pass sick leave or paid family leave without people in office who understand their necessity. In beep boop news, what Facebook, sorry, Meta knew. Well, it's a lot. They knew a lot, from QAnon recruitment to anti-vax misinformation. But most importantly, as much as some folks inside the company pushed for action, the issues and their pleas were mostly ignored as a mix of presentations, research studies, discussion threads, and strategy memos. The Facebook papers provide an unprecedented view into how executives at the social media giant weigh trade-offs between public safety and their own bottom line. We believe digital technology on the whole has benefited society, but it's clear that a lack of ethics and regulation around data privacy, transparent algorithms, and too-big-to-fail sized companies have contributed to a more effective and widespread polarization than we've ever seen. Your action step? Use Common Cause to insist that your reps support Senator Ed Markey's Kids Act, which would ban autoplay, push alerts, badges, harmful content, and manipulative marketing for children under 16. From the notebook... Corporate net zero pledges are mostly bullshit. Check them out by clicking the link in the newsletter. Old flame Panasonic made a better, cheaper battery for Tesla, which might come in handy for the 100,000 cars Hertz just ordered. Studies continue into long COVID's brain fog. The US, UK, and Canada have devised new ethics guidelines for machine learning. Russia is cashing in on climate change. The US has few of the rare minerals needed for the battery revolution. The ones we do have are located on stolen indigenous lands. Big tech is making the big pitch to elderly Americans. Sure, why not? The vast majority of genes have been tied to cancer. What does that mean? Related, gene therapy is on the way. Hey, let's talk important jobs. Every week we share featured roles from important jobs right here in the newsletter. If you're hiring and want to get your open role in front of our community, submit a featured role for free by clicking the link in the newsletter. This week... Boston Medical Center looking for a clinical research nurse and a research assistant, COVID. Tree Card looking for a product manager, user engagement. Aspiration needs a senior iOS engineer. Dividend Finance looking for a senior product manager. And you could be the next director of engineering in sustainable investing at Ethic. Browse 100 plus open roles or list your own for free at importantjobs.com. All right, that's it for this week. Hit subscribe right now so you get next week's analysis straight to your feed. To go deeper on any of the news or to find your action steps, go to importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter. Thanks for being a part of our community and thank you for giving a shit. Have a great weekend.